Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Braze Bits. Jesse Eigner and Lance Parker are two comedy chefs in New York City. On stage, they constantly cook up piping hot bits that might burn your mouth if you're not careful. But in your earbuds, the bits are braised, slow-cooked to precision, and carefully considered. Braze Bits is an hour of observational humor, good humor, ice cream bars, and even some humor esiason mixed in. We're talking food, we're talking sports, we're talking awkward situations, and the never-ending tide of technological determinism. We're even talking about practice. Come for the fun, stay for the umami. We got some Braze Bits, we got some Braze Bits, they're coming in hot, so ready or not, but Braze Bits, mmm, Bits. Umamecita, Lance, throwing it back to the OG, <laughs> the OG description. What an ad. I think it holds up. What a present. We presented by us, Braze Bits. Yeah, we kind of like liked our own post in that to make a social media reference. I'll like it. I'll share it. The singer, I'll retweet it. That was back in the days when we were doing a short little one hour pod. Look at us now. We're in an hour and a half, hour and 40. Sometimes more, rarely more than that. Well, that seems like so long ago. Long time ago when we, uh, we first birthed raised bits out of our urethra. Yeah, we were full of excitement and new energy, and now we're just old and stale, like a bunch of bread. But you know what, Lance? Put some olive oil on us, put it in the oven, put us in the oven, and we'll make some croutons. Yeah, and we just made a crouton. We have a crouton. We have a crouton of a, I don't know if it's an announcement, but we, uh, thanks to Zachary Snackery, we do have a Braze Bits crouton. (laughs) (laughs) Our Braze Bits crew is going to have a ton of fun. Lance, Zachary Schnackery, top Razorback, set up a Discord. Disco Disco. I didn't even know what this Discord was. I, I thought I had to plug it in. I thought it was a cord. I'm cordless. Yes, you are cordless. I see your headphones have a cord, though, I think. They do have a cord. I'm wired up. Yeah. yeah. I had vaguely heard of Discord before, but I never knew what it was. To me, it, it was like a Reddit situation where like, I know of it, but I don't really utilize it. And I'm like slightly intimidated by it, but this discord is phenomenal. It's already it's cooking kind of, hot. Yeah. So it's basically, I, I would, I would call it a combination of like a Slack, you know, Slack. Yeah. It's like a Slack, but also like a Reddit type, I guess, like basically for the Brazerbacks to, to form a community of, uh, of brazing. And we're allowing anyone and everyone, any Brazerbacks that if they want to be invited, just the Romaine, let us know. Right. Yes, uh, I think we should. We should probably do a post about it on our Instagram, and maybe we'll we'll just put the link in the, our bio for Instagram, so you could join. This and is a way for Razorbacks to interact with each other, interact with us, for us to show what we're eating, what we're defeating, and all the above. Restaurant reviews. It's it's starting to get. It's getting already beefy in the Discord. Yeah, I mean, Pod Nemesis site outposted a lasagna that you really trashed. I don't know I mean, if you saw his, his uh, comment. I, I sure did. I mean, if you want to hop right into it, I already had it as meal prep. In this in this Discord, you could post pictures of things you've cooked, pictures of anything. Hopefully, nothing uh, crude and lewd. But the Pod Nemesis Seidel, first picture, first food picture in this Discord, he really broke the seal. The the Discord virginity. The first picture of food, he posts a tray of the sloppiest lasagna I've seen since the 1980s when ovens weren't even around. I know ovens are around, but 
he then, I, I called him out. I was like, this is a severely undercooked lasagna. The cheese is like dripping. It looks like he was like, he put fresh mozzarella in there. There's like, the beef looks undercooked. <laughs> you can't even see the beef. You can see the beef all along the top of it. The beef looks like he cut it off the cow's beef and just threw it onto a tray. But then Seidel comes back and retorts. Yeah. I'm going to read it because you're, you're biased here. I'm just going to read what he said. Okay. Just to retort, the lasagna was intentionally removed five minutes early so that when said? it's reheated all week for dinner, it will be in the optimal state. So then why are you posting this picture? Why, don't, why not send a, us a picture in its optimal state, Seidel? The Discord's for, we want to see the best of the best, not your undercooked lasagna that you're going to re- reheat, repeat. I repeat, I look disgusting. I wouldn't expect anything less than Seidel. I think that if Phil Jackson posted that, you'd be you'd be slobbering over it. Maybe. <laughs> Seidel, I respect the tray of lasagna. I respect the the week uh, the meal prep for the week. But I want to see what it looks like when you really when you're gonna eat it, when you're gonna devour it. I want that cheese crispy. I want that. If people get, I would say hop in the Discord just to see a picture of this lasagna. I want the Razorbacks to let me know what they say. Because I can already sense Schnackery, he's leaning towards the Seidel Lance side. I don't like picking sides here. <laughs> I don't understand the picking sides. I think this should be an unlend biased, you know, Braz- we're all Brazier. Well, I, I, think, I think every situation you're going to, I mean, you're creating a situation. You're forcing everyone to pick a side. You're saying this lasagna is trash. So then people have to say, is it trash or is it not trash? Yeah. Yeah. But even Seidel said, this is not optimal lasagna. He's going to reheat it. He's sure. Bingo. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Round one. Jay Ags. The first discord victory. <laughs> the discord is going to be fun. We're really going to get into it. I think we're going to do some cooking battles. Going to, compare but we need more brazer backs because i feel like it's me and phil versus the world in there i guess yeah we'll get whack goldberg in there i think that'll add that'll add an unpredictable element for sure get whack in there get the schnecks get michael k get it get everyone and anyone in there we'll get everyone it's exciting times in the braze pot kitchen we're, we're making moves you had any other meal prep no, that was the main thing. Another thing that I guess from the Discord is I posted, I made a quesadilla that for lunch good. today. That Breakfast good. quesadilla. Just, you got you to gotta utilize the tools you got at your disposal. And nice. so this is what we had. We were kind of on a downslope of grocery. You know, you go to the grocery store. We're, we're like a four to five day grocery store household. So we're on like the fourth day or third or fourth day. And so there's not as much stuff. I said, what do we got? Made this egg quesadilla situation like breakfast. Anyway, I cut, I, cut, I cut quesadillas into fours. I think that's the primary cutting for triangles. Primary so numbers. had said, maybe you do six. I think that's a little bit too much. Then it becomes more of like a finger food. Depends on how big the dilla is and if it's a personal dilla or if it's a you know, family size. That looks like a, a real personal size dilla. The, Did you hear that? I heard it. Was that your neighbor? I thought that was yeah, Kate banging some pots and pans. A thunderstorm happening upstairs. There's always something going on over there. <laughs> There's always something going on. That's exciting times. Yeah. I think it depends on the Dilla. The Killa in, in Manila. Uh, I, for your personal quesadilla, I like the four chops, four triangles. But if it's a huge quesadilla, like a family size, or if you're like sharing it like a sports bar, I'm, I'm fine with doing a little finger foods. But it seemed like that dilla was just for you. 
right? You're not sharing yeah, that. For me. Yeah. That hot sauce. What, what was that hot sauce you used with that? Look it good. was actually barbecue sauce from the Kansas City Stars when they visited. They they gifted me some hot sauce from this place, Arthur Bryant's, which I guess is a famous barbecue place in Kansas City. It is delicious, the sauce, and I'm actually kind of running out of it. So I'm a little sad. E but, to a great dilla is a great dipping sauce. Yeah. yeah last great night, dips. I made this last night. Kate made... Um, like taco quesadilla type, uh, like veg- veggie, but made this great sour cream with like chipotle. We have this chipotle spice that is a game changer in terms of cooking any, any sort of Mexican food. I feel like it was kind of, you know, when you cook uh, certain cuisines at home and you're like missing one thing sure. and you're like, what is it that I'm missing? Chipotle is, is amazing. So she makes a sour cream with Chipotle and that's what it, what I needed for this quesadilla, but I was too lazy to make it. So I just use this barbecue sauce, which is excellent. But I'd say you could do a quesadilla. You want some sour cream, maybe some guac. Sour maybe some cream salt. guac. Sounds absolutely fantastic. I've never heard of a Chipotle sour cream. It sounds fantastic. The spicy and the, the cutting through the fat. You've heard, you've heard from sour cream of sour cream from Chipotle though. I have, but combine those two? You kidding me? Kate's a genius. She's out. Yeah. She's Albert Einstein, top nine Jew, even though she's yeah. not Jewish. Yeah. You also, uh, she also makes it with instead of sour cream, Greek yogurt, so it's a little healthier. Ooh, I like that. I'm you don't like it as much. You're like you you want to like it, but you feel like it's not going to be as good. Let me. Actually, I'll say this. Let me tell you this. It's just as good, if not better. I think. You don't even know. I feel like if you probably served it to me, I wouldn't know. But then once you told me, I would be like, oh, I know. But I, but I wouldn't know if you didn't tell me, like a little kid. You're mad about it for some reason. You've been, you've been conditioned by big agriculture. Mad about me. Mad about you is what I am. Mad TV. I'm not mad to be here, Lance. We're in episode 89. Do we even say that yet? Welcome to the Brazerbacks. What an intro. Welcome. Welcome. Jesse looks like he's going fishing. <laughs> he's got a sleeveless tank. And a hat that I can't read it, but it looks like it's from sort of sort of fishing. There's a fish on it, right? Is that a fish? Yeah, a couple, two fishes right there. It's from my favorite seafood restaurant, Bostwick's. Sounds very, is that in Massachusetts? No, it's in uh, East Hampton, New York. Uh, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it's a seafood. Bostwick's, Bostwick's. The best lobster roll, best chowdy you're going to get of all time. But I ain't going fishing, Lance. I'm going fishing for bits. You're going fishing for bits. I'm going fishing for bits too. That's what I was going to say, but you beat me to it. And I got my, my, my lures is chomped. I got, I got some caught in my lure, lure fish bar. Jeffrey Loria. Yeah. Is that the guy who uh, got caught whacking off? I I think so. Something. No, no. He was the owner of the Marlins, but I feel like there was something bad about him, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just putting, putting some bad, Energy. energy I don't know. But don't anyway, know Andrew Loria went to elementary school with. Seems like a nice guy. Then he moved. No idea what happened. Maybe we had to catch up with him. Get him back in the, in the mix. I hope he's advancing and he's not resting on his Loria's. <laughs> Maybe he's a, a Laurel novelist. A Laurel poet? A poet Loria. Poet Loria. Get him in the Discord. Get him in the mix. This is how. This is what the Discord is all about. Get some random high school people we haven't talked to and see what they're cooking. Hopefully, it's well cooked lasagna. Talking about well cooked lasagna, you got any highlights? 
What a transition. What a transition. I do. I got a big highlight, Land. Speaking of Seidel, the uh, poker player, I went to one of the poker capitals of the world. I went to Las Vegas this past weekend. I went to Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas, for a bachelor party for my friend, the Wonton Don. Don't think I've ever really talked about Wonton Don. Uh, not sure, I don't think he listens to the pod. High school friend, went with a bunch of high school friends, flew out with Phil Jackson. Me and him were on our own flight out there. Flew out on Friday morning at an 8 a.m. flight. I got to the airport around 1 a.m. because I like getting there early. I'm an early bird. Met Phil at the gate, the terminal, JFK. Had a wonderful greeting. We hugged, hugged each other. It was Phil's first time flying since COVID started. So he was emotional. He was nervous. I calmed him down. I rubbed his belly. I had a, I had a mini... Um, I wouldn't call it a meltdown, but I, I had a little scare where I thought I saw my neighbors uh, from downstairs and we like made eye contact, but like neither of us said hi. And then we were standing next to each other, lining up to go onto the plane. And I like, didn't know if I should have said hi and then ended up knocking my neighbors, but it was a whole to do. I was like, I was like freaking out with Phil. Overall great flight. Phil and I, sat on the aisles we were on the aisles in the middle section of the plane we had a guy in between us so it was kind of like we we had we were a sandwich and a, a stranger was the meat but we were the the bread this guy had no headphones staring straight ahead you would love this guy he would for a flight out to vegas it was about four and a half hours straight staring straight ahead blank screen for four and a half hours just just doing nothing but I think the last hour we started playing games on the, uh, the the Delta machine. What a guy that was! Overall, fantastic trip. I'll give you some mini highlights. We played Top Golf. My first time playing Top Golf. Um, surprisingly, good food at Top Golf. We had good tacos, whacked some balls. Very hot in the de- very hot in the desert. But I kind of I liked it. it was a dry heat. Like today in in New York, it's like so humid, so sticky. It's more comfortable. In Vegas, it's like over 100 degrees. I like the dry heat. To top golf, we went to uh, Bacchanal Buffet, which a little underwhelming, but we all wore these Hawaiian flamingo shirts. Phil and I wore these lime green flamingo shirts. We were dashing and stunning. Maybe I'll throw it on the Discord. Buffet overall was was pretty underwhelming. Best part was the desserts. Everything else is kind of lukewarm. Luke Foyt. We walked the strip after. The next day was the highlight. We went to the to a pool party at Encore Hotel. My DeMarcus cousin there's a, was there. There's a lot. There's a lot that's happening. I'm not done yet. I'm only halfway through. All right. I just wanted to, you know, be like, okay. Not that I'm not enjoying it, but. You can chime maybe, in whenever you want, Lance. You uh, can chime in, but I'm going for hours. I'm going for all right. days. All right. I'm not stopping. You can, you can chime in or you get at the end. You can be like, is this, is this my time? I'm going to give you your time. The seasoning. We went to the Encore pool party, Lance. My DeMarcus cousin was there. I saw my DeMarcus cousin in Las Vegas. Did he you know he was story. I did. I sure did. It wasn't a quinky dink. We had... Uh, you see him everywhere. You saw him at the gym and then you saw him in Vegas. Same guy? Uh, same guy. Same DeMarcus. The guy's always boxing out around town. That night, Phil and I got room service to the hotel. We, Phil and I shared a room. We got room service. We got a feast. It was... It was fantastic. I, I was almost kind of dreading the nighttime. I thought we were going to have to keep going. I thought everyone was going like, to want to keep rallying, but we didn't. We got room service. We watched TV, listened nice. to music. And then 
Next day, I went to Summer League. I watched the Knicks lose, but it was fantastic. Walking around UNLV, the Max Center. Overall, it was a great weekend. It was very, I said a lot of things, but it happened in a quick amount of time. Yesterday, I was pretty exhausted. Flight back, slept a lot. Hell of a trip. I'm not even done yet. No, no, I'm done. One thing I wanted to point out, I think that's the difference of like a early 30s bachelor party versus like a mid 20s oh, where yeah. you would have had to go out and been like standing there. Yeah, we, we did no clubs. We did a day party. That was the biggest partying we did. We I guess COVID might have, did COVID like alter anything that you would have done or no? Not really. Everything, there was an indoor mask mandate, but I have a QAB about it later, but Clubs are still open. Everything is pretty much still open. It's just indoors is all, you, you got to wear a mask. Sounds good. I don't know. What do I, what do you want me to add? I can't, I got to ask yourself that, Lance. I don't, you, you would not have enjoyed it. You would have enjoyed Top Golf. You would have enjoyed the flight with me and Phil. I don't like, I saw you guys posted a, a nice picture and just like, it's too many people, you know, like you can't, it's like, how could anything be fun with that many people? Not to, not to be, uh, disparaging wanton Don. And I'm sure you guys had a good time, but I can't, my bachelor party was too many people. Not that I didn't have fun. We broke off into little groups. We never, the, the, That's what you got to do. It's like, there's too many people to have. You can't have fun with that many people. If you're over 22 years old, it was a little it's hard a, times to wrangle people when we had like certain like reservations to get to the buffet or the top. You're limited to do stuff too. Cause it's like a wall of dudes. A lot of dudes. Like you can't go to like a dinner you can but you just got it just it's certain activities you gotta you gotta do yeah i'm not a big group guy overall but this, no, is, I, this is this is a good group grouper the fish yeah it's good fish my highlight i got i guess two highlights i went to annapolis maryland over the weekend for a wedding have you ever been to annapolis no i've not i've been to indianapolis no i've not even been there either i went to annapolis and it's a i i had actually been there once before I did a show like years ago. I did a show like two towns over from Annapolis. And then Kate and I just like stayed in Annapolis and like hung out in the morning. And have you been to like Maryland, non like DC area? Yeah. Yeah. It's in, oh. it's, it's fascinating. It's like, it's not the North, but it's not the South. There is like everything. There is crab, crab cakes and crab. It's, it is everywhere. Old Bay. I have a tough time figuring it out. Like I like it, but I'm like, this is unlike anywhere else. And they know it. They're aware. Smack dab in the middle. Malcolm. It's not North or South. It's its own vibe. It's, it's the turpins. It really is its own vibe and energy. And the wedding was very nice. It was nice to have to like go somewhere and everything was pretty normal. No mask situation in Maryland. They're like, uh, no masks. Uh, people, you know, you wear them if you want, but, um, so it's kind of nice. I mean, I don't know. Is it a good idea? I don't know, but it was kind of nice just to travel somewhere and feel, you know, I think everyone was, you know, vaxxed and whatever, but it was nice to, uh, to feel like everything was pretty normal and had a good time. Just an interesting place. Forget what it is, what it's like to travel to places. And you do realize like places are different. Sometimes I get annoyed because everywhere and everything feels the same. But there was a distinct Old Bay seasoning to Annapolis that I appreciated. And I, yeah. You drove there? Yeah, a lot of driving. It was 
uh, bad traffic on the way back. And on the way there, we actually took a wrong turn. So we kind of started driving through random farms in Delaware, which is pretty cool to see. That is pretty cool to see. You took a, a wrong turn. Does that mean you weren't using GPS? We missed an exit. So oh, okay. I drove. It was me, my father-in-law, and Kate. And Kate was in the back seat doing the map, but she couldn't really see. My father-in-law was not really interested in doing the map. So there was an exit that we were supposed to, or really changing a highway that we were supposed to do, and it was unclear. And then there was no service. So I, I was I was like, is this the right way? Because it kept saying science to Delaware beaches. And then we realized it was the wrong way. We took it was like 20 minutes out of our way. It was fine. Beautiful. You took the scenic route. Yeah. You looked very dapper. I saw a picture of Kate posted. You look like a nice, it was a nice fresh suit. Yeah, that suit I got for $140 at uh, New Era Factory Outlet. I didn't have to go to Enzo's or anything. Rub it in. You look dapper. You look cut. You look tailored up. Swift. Taylor Swift. Lautner, really. Right. My second highlight is last night I went. Whoa, you got more? I got more. Whoa. Is that okay? I don't know. Permission to proceed? Keep coming. Load it up. Load me up. Buffet style. Also talked, wrote, wrote about this in the Discord, but Zachary Snackery and Miss Snackery were in town last night. They actually went to go see Joe Para. Stop. Show. Yeah. I love Joe Para. They came to see Joe? He has a show at the Bell House. I've been trying to go. It's been sold out. Yeah. So they went and they, uh, we, went to, we went to this place, Baba Pierogi's, before their show. And... It was delicious. It was great. I, I wrote about it on the Discord. I, but I would. It was. Uh, do I need to explain it? I don't know. Hop in the Discord to get more information. But did did you go to the Joe Para show? No. Gotcha. No, I don't. I don't like comedy. <laughs> Joe Para is a whole a whole different ball game. I, I think he does a show with Dan Licata or somebody yeah, else. Yeah, that was it was Dan Lic- who I don't really know, but Dan I should know. I think he's a writer for SNL now, but he's uh, so crazy and so funny um, they're both very unique unlike anything and you wouldn't expect them to be like a, be friends and like a comedy duo but they're they're fantastic do you think he has ricotta it's good. he would have a well-cooked ricotta ricotta regolt in a lasagna yeah this bob and pierogies it was a it just felt like a comfortable it was an experience it, it but it wasn't a lot of new york places pretend like they're this big thing this was like a very low-key experience but because of that it was like you're at this guy's like he's like recreating slovakia vibe with with pierogies and the pierogies were great i really we got most of the ones we got we shared a bunch most of them we got were susan boiled but i got i hate to say it the fried we got were phenomenal and as much it's like that thing i mean you're talking about with sour cream and and uh, yogurt, Greek yogurt-based sour cream. You want to like the healthier stuff, but sometimes you can't just beat anything that's fried. It's bacon cheddar. They're un- unreal. Undeniable. Wow. Did you intentionally go there? Or you just walked past it? No, he, uh, he had, Zach uh, Snackery had said, he's, he's coming. He was like, are you around? I had the trivia I host. He had the show. So I was like, let's do something casual. And this was, this fit all the bills, de Blasio. Huge. So it was pre-planned. That's what you get when you're the mayor. You, you, got, a, you got a good plan. 
Gotta have, you have to have an agenda. You gotta have an agenda. You gotta you form. Get, you gotta form something naturally. You gotta form something naturally. It was by Baba's Progies by the Gowanus Canal, which is not natural. It was man made. Man made. Handmade by a man. Handmaid's Tale. Be a woman. Should be a woman. I prefer. Actually, I wouldn't say I prefer, but I would say. I could list the top nine of, of natural landforms for days. That's too quick of a transition. You should have should have led into it a little more. It should have been like a delta that flew into a river. I had no you, more. I had no more lead in me. I had a pencil that was fully sharpened. Yeah, you were like, all right, I got to get to natural landforms quick. I don't, even know, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just talking forms. I know what you're talking about because we're doing top nine landforms this week. Lance forms. This was formed by Lance himself. He presented this to me. Didn't really know what it meant. Still not sure what I know what it means, but we're going to see how it goes, Lance. What made you think of top nine landforms? Well, I think our best episode to date still is the top nine landmarks. Right. And this was like kind of in the ballpark and I thought it could be fun. I think like when we talk about nature, it gets interesting one of my favorites also, I think it's like the fourth or fifth or sixth episode, top nine animals. That was a good one. Wow, I forgot we did that. So, I, yeah, wow. You should listen to Braze Bits. There's some good episodes. Uh, we should. We should do our top nine of our top nines. No, that's too, that's too and, inside baseball. And, and then I'll go, I'll go through them. But we're doing our top nine landforms, Lance. Natural landforms. You want to go first? I'll go first. My number nine is a waterfall. Don't go chasing waterfalls because I don't know the lyrics after that. Waterfalls, I think, sometimes are overrated. People are like, look at the waterfall. They get a lot of play. Everyone's mesmerized by them. People go out of their way to see them. I feel like they're probably popular on Instagram. But you just got to respect the natural formation of a waterfall. It's, it was there before everyone started taking pictures. It's not doing it for the notoriety. It's that's who it is and kind of the fame and acclaim came later. And it can't really, when you're that talented, you're naturally going to get that famous. So you can't really control it. So I think in terms of humanity, waterfalls are overhyped, but you still have to immensely respect what the waterfall is doing. I love a waterfall taco waterfall. Lance, I'm going to say it. I'm going to get it out of the way. It's my number two. It's two. It's my number two, Lance. You said it. You said it the best. It, it's it's the top of the line. It's majestic, and it's it's not a. It doesn't have to climb the ladder of the industry. It's already at the top. It doesn't need to start shaking hands and kissing babies. It knows what it's got. It's out there before people are taking pictures before Instagram. It's majestic. It's natural flowing. It's meditative. You can just stare at it. You can go under it, big or small, waterfall. God dang it, do I love it. It's, it's all natural, Lance. I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It makes you think of like spring water, which oh, yeah. I don't know what waterfalls have to do with good quality water, but I feel like something. It's good filtration. It's always moving. It's getting, it's, I, grooving. I think it's grooving. I think I've said it before. Whenever I got to pee, but I can't get myself to start the flow, I think of a good waterfall and that makes the urge really release. Urge abaca. Block me, Lance. You're playing good D. I'm going to freeze you out because my number eight is a glacier. Boo, glacier. 
Glacier. Just well, you're really becoming like a, a straw man of a take city. <laughs> you're trying to cause controversy with Seidel's lasagna. You're you're saying that you don't like glaciers. Go hop on the Discord. That was an honest response. I, if he posted a crispy looking lasagna, I would have given him props. That lasagna was sloppy jalopy. The cheese is not even crispy. It's milk. It's like you poured milk on top of a lasagna. Hop in the Discord and then hop out and someone slam Seidel through a roof. That's not natural. So I don't think I've ever seen a glacier, but <laughs> when would you see a glacier? They're all also like disappearing. I just know when it's melted down into my Gatorade, it's delicious. It's glacier freeze. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why it's in the top nine, because it's, as we've talked about, the only good marketing that, that exists. Refreshing. Glacier is different than an iceberg, correct? Oh, yeah. Icebergs, wait, icebergs like floating around in the sea. A glacier is like a frozen uh, river thing. <laughs> Wait, icebergs floating around in the sea. A glacier is a frozen river thing. So it, it's yeah. a river that freezes over. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. It's like like a mountain range. Something happening. Got it's it. like the water from the mountain, and it like Got and it. then it melts, and then it forms Long Island. Got it. In Manhattan. Right. The ice age, the meltdown. I'm on board. Yeah. But I, I just feel like they really do have a hand in creating other landforms. Like they, like Manhattan was created by some sort of melting glacier. And yeah, I know that. You got to respect the power that they have. And they're melting. Sure. Glacier. Jeremiah Glacier. So My number seven, I don't know if you're going to like this, and I don't know if you're going to say this even counts. And it's actually related to glaciers because I feel like they're formed when they like melt and stuff. I'm calling them like palisades, like cliffs, like cliffs, you know, like in the Hudson river by like the GW yeah. George Washington bridge. And then if you like drive on some of those highways upstate, sure. They're like these natural cliff formations. Sure. And I always like looking at them because they remind me that they, re- they made me think of getting out of the city and then you got to get out of the city. And getting out of the city makes me think of the natural world and these like rock cliff things always make me realize, Oh, we think we have a hold on the planet and civilization, but we're really building everything. We have, we're at the mercy of these cliffs. Cliff Rotolo kid from my high school was very cool. And then it was too cool for school. Those are, we have a lot of those in Jersey. And I used, I feel like I used to be scared of those because they would be like along the highway sometimes they would have those nets up, be like, beware Danger of falling, falling rock. rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. That's a good one. Those are beautiful, especially the ones along the Hudson River and like around the Tappan Z. Yeah. Sometimes they get like ice formations in them. Yeah. I like that. I like a cliff. You got to love a cliff. The cliff cliff bar. bar. Jeez Louise. We're rocking and rolling. Who knew natural landforms would really bring us together, Lance? We're, we're just, we're forming a land, me and you. I feel like soon enough, though, we'll start forming Discord or creating. There's always an earthquake. Something's going to rupture us. It always does. Something might erupt in my pants, Lance. My number nine is a volcano. I got hot lava coming out of me. I don't think I've ever seen a volcano IRL, TRL, but I love looking at pictures, watching movies. I mean, who doesn't love the story of Pompeii except for the people in Pompeii who had to deal with Mount Vesuvius? That's a pretty wild, spectacular. 
I like how spontaneous they can be. I like how they erupt sometimes out of nowhere. I like how some scientists, they can somehow know when they're going to erupt. It's just, it's magical. It's one of those natural things that you can't really describe unless you see it. You got to believe it. It's a volcano. I do, I have seen though, an onion volcano at the Bachi places. Those are pretty good themselves. That's natural. It's a good one. It's my number six. I think a volcano it has a lot of similarities to how men bottle up their emotions. Ooh. It's like they're fine, they're fine, and they start steaming, and then one day they just explode and have a meltdown. Have no control of when it happens. I like that a lot. That's deep. Or they know it's going to happen. They have an idea of like, all right, if I don't let this let this out, then there's going to be lava everywhere, and everyone around me is going to burn to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I respect the power of volcanoes. They again, they they're one of the nature's things that they got to keep you honest. Sure, Giannis. Atacumpo. You ever seen a volcano? Volcano, yes, or volcano? Volcano, yes. Well, we drove by Mount Vesuvius when I was driving from Napoli to the uh, to Pasatano, wow. but we weren't like close enough. We didn't like visit it. You could visit it. We didn't do that. Got it. But I think that's the only volcano I've seen. They're, they are regional. They only live certain, in certain places. Right. I always remember learning about Mount Fuji growing up. Sure. In Japan. Sure. Like a big volcano. Mount no. St. Helens, didn't that like erupted in Washington in the 1980s? Hawaii's got a bunch of volcanoes. Never been to Hawaii. People are going to Hawaii. People are going. My parents went there for their honeymoon. Bassam, whose wedding I was invited to, but I can't go. Can I take your spot? I'll ask him. I have another wedding the same weekend. And his is in Chicago. But they're going to Hawaii for their honeymoon. Very nice. I feel like you hear about people going to Hawaii because it's like, you know, we want to travel, but it's within the country. So COVID-19. Right. Sounds like a beautiful place. A lot of natural landforms. Do you know it's the only state in the country with a royal palace? Did not know that. Now you know. I know there's mouse in the palace in Detroit, but that's not royal. That's dirty. It's a dirty palace. If, if it was in Kansas City, it would be royal. Wow. Wow. That was my number nine. My number eight, <clears throat> Lance, my number eight landform is hills. A hill. I grew up in Hillsdale, New Jersey. I got to love a good hill. My home is on a hill. I like riding. I, I learned how to ride a bike on a hill. The best part about a hill you ride, it, you ride up a hill, you get a good workout, you really earn it, but nothing better than going down that hill. You get to enjoy the ups and downs. It's, it's like life. A hill is life. Ups and downs. But once you go up, what goes up has got to go down. There's some flat land. It's great for, for everything, Lance. Give me a hill. Give me number eight. So I don't know if you noticed, but my internet went out while you were saying that. See, that and- I, don't, I did not know. I thought you were just frozen and staring at giving me a death stare. So I didn't hear most of that, but that's not unlike any time you talk. So see this burns. I don't, I don't like that one bit. Burns. I don't need. I, no, I heard it's something about up and down. Yeah, you'll you'll hear it back when you listen to, back to the episode. Yeah, I, about you started talking, and then it faded out, and then I heard something about going up and down. You grew up in Hillsdale, and, and that's all I got. I don't have hills on mine. I thought about it, but I just don't like the inconsistency of hills. You have small hills, you have large hills. 
That's what I love about them. They're, they're so unique. You can have a different kind of hill, a big one, a small one. That's what makes them beautiful. It's like life. Grand Hill. All-star. Injury ridden, but still delicious. Turkey Hill. Delicious as well. I got to take you to Hillsdale and show you a real suburban hill. Hill, hill de Blasio. King of the Hill. Hillary Clinton. Lock her up. <laughs> Fill me up with Hills Lands. It's my number eight. My number seven, you might be surprised I have it this high up, but I'll tell you why, Lance. My number seven is the ocean, Frank Ocean. I love the ocean. We talk about it all the time. I love the big drink. I love the vastness. I love the seafood. I love the animals in there. I love the waves. I love the different colors the ocean can have, the saltiness, the brininess. But the ocean, it's, it's also a dangerous place. And I, I've learned over my many years to respect the ocean. And especially when you go in it, I've learned that that bad boy is real strong. I've read and watched many stories of people being drowned out into the sea. The ocean's a, it's a scary place, but also a beautiful place. And it's na- all natural. You got to love it. The ocean. So you have it high up, higher up than you would have because it's dangerous? Yeah. Or just, just because I have a little bit of fear when I think about the ocean. So you don't a, respect a its power. Fear. You don't I respect don't. its power. You're- That's how much I respect it. I got a, a, a fear, of respect, which is founded in respect. Fear factor. Joe Rogan. I have the ocean higher up than you. That's that's shocking. Jeremy Shockey, I've got a you'll you'll understand where I'm going once we get to my my top three. I don't know if I will. Will Larry Clinton? <laughs> I'm gonna lock you up. My number six is a volcano. Okay. We talked about volcano. I don't think there's anything. Robinson's volcano. Sometimes places have like volcano sauce or it'd be like volcano wings. Yeah, that's too hot. It's a little too much. Just. Just say hot. The Tennessee Vol Volcanoes. My number five is ocean. Wow. It's a little higher up. I liked what you said. You had a nice description of the ocean. I am more, and honestly, I think it should be higher up the more that I think about it in terms of just, I mean, the complexity is, is far and away, number one. Just the amount of life that it sustains and the fragile ecosystem, the different layers. Talk about lasagna. The ocean. Well cooked. I feel like there's so much about, I, I read, I've talked about this on the pod, this um, Dan Barber book, just about like how we eat. And he talks about like the, the land and then like meat and then the sea and just how the sea is always considered just like another thing. It's like another in terms of like food stuff, but it is so unbelievably complex. And without it, I mean, we would die. We get all the salt from it. We get all the octopus garden. Octopus is garden. We get coral, finding Nemo. I feel like it's, uh, I don't know, the ocean blue. You're making me go blue, Lance. I love the ocean. You ever go scuba diving? Once in St. Thomas. Well, it wasn't really for me, I gotta say. But it was it was like very amateurish scuba diving. It was like we weren't we didn't go that far. No, it wasn't even scuba diving, it was snorkeling. Snuba? Did you do snuba? You ever do snuba? I don't know what that is. It's you go the tank is on a boat and you just have a cord 
No, I did. What I did was snorkeling. It was not scuba diving. Snorkeling. You have to get scuba certification, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I think I did that when I was very young. I, I enjoyed it. It's, it's also, but it's also pretty scary. It's like, you gotta learn if your mask fills up with water, like things the the ocean does not care about you. It, the it's ocean, beautiful. That's, that's what I like about the ocean. It does not, it could care less. That, that's why it's my number you're, seven. You're going into its house and it's not, it's not doing it. It's not accommodating you. Yeah, it's not I'm not a chair. Right. But when you look at it, you're like, oh, look how beautiful and peaceful it is. But that, you don't, you don't, you gotta, you gotta know it's coming. The waves are coming. All right. That, that was your five? Yeah, I just stopped there. No. Okay. <laughs> My number four is a desert plane. Wow. Plan Jane. So I don't know exactly how, but you're in the desert and then it's like just a vast stretch of land. You were talking about the desert. I feel like you probably have it high up. I've only really been to one desert. I guess, I guess I drove, I went to Vegas and I went from the airport to Vegas and that's like desert. When I was little, when my sister was little, when we spelled out, like we didn't, she, my parents never wanted to say dessert in front of her because she'd like go nuts. So they'd say D-E-S-S-E-R-T. And that's how I knew dessert and desert weren't, were spelled differently. Wow. Wow. Your sister loves sweets? Big dessert uh, girl? Yeah. yeah. I feel like now she's not as intense as she was when she was four years old, but I feel like that tends to happen. Sure. She outgrew it. Yeah. So yeah, desert though, just the, uh, as you said, we, we were talking about the dry heat. It just feels compared to the East coast. It, uh, sometimes when you're, when you're not on the East coast, you say, why does anyone live on the East coast? The nat- the awesomeness of nature, especially in, when you're just talking about, Les Etats-Unis, America, you go to the West Coast, naturally, it is a thousand times more awesome. However, you got, you got wildfires, you got earthquakes, you got tornadoes, you got a lot of issues. But you got this kind of upside of the power of nature that you can't, you can never get in like the Northeast, for example. And I just respect the desert's ability to provide while also sucking the life out of everything it's a real lollipop it's a real sucker desert's beautiful i didn't have it in, i didn't talk about it in my highlight but on saturday when in vegas it was actually smoky it was like the morning was all smoky there's a huge which happens i guess every year there was uh california fires going on and the smoke came into the desert in vegas it was like a smoky morning it was pretty wild but I, but I agree about you know the weather and about the natural size of the different sides of the country. The grass is always greener, even in the desert where there's not a lot of grass or See, any grass. You set yourself up there, but it doesn't make sense. About the grass being greener? I'm that's sorry, I'm being mean. I take the gra- it back. The grass is always sand in the desert. Is what I'm saying. Like I feel like we, I, I have more of an appreciation when you when you get, get out of the city, you go to other places. But there's also no place like home. New York City it might be sticky and humid in the summer, but it's still, to me, the best city in the world. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying this. Listen, I'll, I'm, I'm listening. But I'll also say the grass is always sand here. The hurricane. That was your number four. My number six. It's a mountain. A gosh dang mountain, Lance. I'm a, I'm a mountain lion. 
natural landform and mountain. I like to go hiking once in a while. I'm a big views guy. I love, I love Drake's album views, but you get to the top of a mountain, you see, a, you get to look down on what you just walked up. I love looking down on a good view. I'm not a big skier. I haven't really gone skiing, but I like looking at ski mountains. Those always look cool. I like hanging out with Drode at the bottom of the lodge while he's working. Mountains, just a beautiful, I, li- I like, you know, driving on the highway, looking over at the Bear Mountain in Jersey. Mountains could be anywhere. They could be everywhere. They could have snow on the top. They could have grass on the top. Grass is always snowier. Number six, mountains. Yeah, I feel like mountain, they, they don't do a, there's something but about You're making them, a mountain out of mohills. There's something that rubs me the wrong way about mountains. <laughs> I feel like they, some, I feel like they might've peaked too early. Some of them do peak too early. But nothing wrong with a quick peak to if you get to the peak of a mountain. You really earned it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like when you think about landforms, your mind goes to mountains. And because of that, I feel like it's like, like talking about, it's kind of the opposite of the ocean, right? The ocean, you just see the surface and underneath is this amazing complexity of stuff. And then a mountain, that's literally all it is. It seems impressive. There's nothing underneath it. Just a bunch of dirt. Except for those big mountains, those big mountains where you don't really know when you get off the trail, you look inside of those, like what, what animals are hanging out in those mountains? What kind of bugs? What kind of birds? And you could say that about anything. You could say that about a rainforest. That's way more Ooh. interesting probably. Yeah, but a rainforest is, is a mountain you're looking up. There's also at, like five acres of rainforest left, so. Mountains could be anywhere. I like, I like how accessible they are. Something about it. There's like always different ranges. Home on the range. I don't know. I think I got some beef with mountains. I got some unsolved issues, unresolved trauma with mountains. This is big. I'm anti-pasta, but you're anti-mountain. This is I'm not anti, but I like, I like mountains. I just think in terms of like a landform, they... I, that, uh, All right. That, 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 I can't argue that. Podcasts are tough because you do got to have opinions about everything. And the mountain... Like the mountain, you know that guy in Game of Thrones. I don't even know. People are like, "Oh, the mountain, the big guy." Yeah, it's like shut up. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> now you just got to the nitty gritty. You just don't like that character on Game of Thrones, <laughs> which is yeah, great. yeah. I feel like it represents what mountains are. It's just like a lot of hype, and uh, you it just you think it's impressive just because it said the mountains in the name. Do more. Mountains got to do more. Don't just rest on your Andrew Laurias. That's fair. That's fair. I like a mountain. I think you might like this one. It's kind of the, it's like a cousin of a mountain. It's a canyon. I like a canyon. Give me a Grand Canyon. It's, uh, give, me a, give me a narrow valley with some steep sides. It's similar to the, the cliff that you were talking about, but a canyon is more vast, just gorgeous to look at. It's almost like a, a natural like museum, a natural piece of art that you're able to look at. I'll never forget looking at the Grand Canyon, even looking at pictures online of canyons, the different colorations, the green, the orange, the yellow, the danger of a canyon. You can fall off a cliff and, and just die real quick. It's majestic. What more can you say? Canyon. I thought about canyons. I don't have it on my list. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. I guess I hiked Runyon Canyon, but that didn't even seem like a canyon to me. That's, that's a mountain. Yeah, I feel like that's it's a mountain, but they claim it's a canyon. So now I'm just confused. That's just LA trying to have a fancy name for a mountain. Yeah, I feel like it's 
pretending that it's like populist, but it's really just, it's like Steve can Canyon Canyon, Steve Bannon. <laughs> it's it too much of a stretch there. That's a good, it's a good looking guy. QAnon. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's a gorge. A gorge. I didn't even think about gorgeous. Gorge. It's, it's gorge. It's, it's, it's like steepness. Just, there's not a lot of canyons. You can't really go out. You can't go around the corner and check out your local canyon. No. Cannonball. It's a deep cut. <laughs> it is super deep. That's going to, that's going to leave a mark. Norman. All right. Canyon. That was my number five. My number four. We're going right into it. This is, this is a dry, another dry guy. Deserts. Gosh, dang it. Do I love dessert? You talked about it. I talked about it. I like a a desert because you can look out for miles. It's plain cactuses. It just, it feels like you're on a different planet when you're in the middle of a desert. I love a dry heat in Vegas. It just, even when the the wind is dry and hot, you just, it's it's just a different feeling out there. I like, I like sand. I feel like I can go sliding into bases. I feel like I'm going to go run the bases, scrape up my knees, run some routes. Give me some, give me some apple pie. I love a desert. Yeah, I think deserts are nice, but nothing beats New York. New York is the best. <laughs> That's the fair argument. That's genius. I wish I thought of that my, myself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my number three, I think this is going to close you off. It's a lake. I don't have a lake, but I, I do like a lake. I love a lake. I like the idea of a lake house, just a house on a lake, going to the lake. You can do your water activities, but it doesn't dominate but it also has its own little ecosystem. I feel like each lake is similar in that they're all lakes, but they all got their own little, little countries, little rules and regulations, kind of like a, a, a discord server is like a lake. So it's got to cook lasagna there. It's got its own community. Maybe you could fish in the lake, but maybe you're just swimming. Maybe you're kayaking. Maybe you're just enjoying the lake. There's no pressure. There's no current. It's not going to sweep you away. It could be anywhere in the country. I think that's great about lakes. Oceans, they're, they're pretty demanding about their real estate. Oceans say, you know, I could only live. I'm, I'm a coastal elite. That's what oceans are. But lakes could be any. They, they are America because they could be anywhere in the country and have a good time. They're bringing the country together. I like a lake. It's not on my top nine. At my summer camp growing up, they had a great lake. It was not, not in the Great Lakes, but it was a great lake. There's just something about like the the mushiness when you step to the bottom of a lake. It gives me that icky gooey feeling. I don't. It's like marsh seaweed. It's, it's like something about a lake is feels a little dirty to me. Something something off about a lake. I, I like it. Nothing wrong with it, but it's dirty. You know, maybe take maybe give that lake a shower once in a while. Oh, you're really laking it in hot coals or whatever that expression is. I'm a laker. What can I say? My number two, you're not going to see this coming, but it's a mountain peak. <laughs> a summit. Summit. Pat. Pat Summit, RAP. Legendary coach. What I don't like about mountains, and I, it was something I didn't want to say earlier to reveal Parm, my, my stance talker here, but mountains, it's really the peak that's, that's doing all the work. And the mountain is just kind of coasting off of the, the summit's hard work. 
I like being on a mountain summit. I like how, for instance, like when Seidel and I hiked Mount Mattisau or whatever it was in New Hampshire, we get to the top. We get to the top and it's like, like you think about a mountain peak, you think of like a pointy small thing, but mountain peaks are never like that. They're always like much larger than you think. There's like a part that's even higher than the peak. That's like not the peak because you can't access it. They're just, they're not playing by the rules, but you're on the top of the mountain. When you're on top of the mountain, you're better than everyone else because you're above them. And I'm not above anything except when I'm on top of a mountain, I'm above everything. I am very surprised by this take, Lance. This is something I, I, I feel like if I said you would attack me, you can't have a mountain peak without the mountain. You, you have to, you enjoy the peak because you got to enjoy the process of getting up there. The, 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 the hike going uphill, battling for every inch. The whole beauty of the peak is like, oh, I'm exhausted. But look at the view. We just made it up this. You, wanna, you just want your dessert before you have your vegetables. You're a bad boy, Lance. I'm going to bend you over and spank you. What are you talking about? You, what, what, you, you just want everything to be peaks? You just want to be on the top of every mountain? You got to have a mountain to go up before you get to the peak. You can't peekaboo, Lance. No one's home. What are you, t- are you driving? Because I'm taking a left turn and I'm taking an exit, Lance. You're better than that. You're not better than this. You can't have a peak without the mountain. No wonder you're going after my mountain take. You were sitting on a peak all along. Sit on this peak, Lance. I, I have nothing to say. I think, I think you're right. <laughs> Huge victory. I'm on the top of the mountain peak. This is there my peak. Go. This is my peak of Braze Bits. There you go. Wow. Maybe the you feel like you're on the peak. Maybe that's why. It's number two. What a landform. What a, what a landform. And my number one is a plateau. <laughs> I love a plateau. I feel like plateaus often get a negative connotation. You've plateaued. Right. A lot of people say that if you if you had promise and then maybe you weren't doing as good as, as you were, you're not peaking, you're plateauing. Sure. But a plateau knows who it is. No one knows and knows who it is and comfortable with who it is. People talk about going up to the peak and the peak is great. But when you're on that plateau and you're looking out, this is like this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm OK with it. I have this bit I'm doing right now about stand-up and how in my 20s, I was like, I got to be famous. And now I just want a garden. And I feel like that's a plateau. Plateau knows that all it needs to be happy is some nice plants, a good enough view. It doesn't need to pay $4,000 a month for the, for the best. It could pay half that for a great time, for a comfortable time. It's saving its money. It's financially responsible. It's investing. It's retiring early. It's living life the responsible way. It's a classic Lance number one. I can't argue it. I should have saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. I'll give you a plat toe in the back, Lance. It's, 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 it's a strong one. It's, it wouldn't be my number one. It's not even my top nine. I, I like a plateau. It's not something I strive to plateau, but it is, it's, it's a mature answer. It's getting second place in American Idol, but having a great career after it's plateau right. bikes. <laughs> that, is, that is it. That is it. Wow. That's, that's the peak of your top nine. Heads, fingers, and plateaus. That's, that's strong, Lance. Excellent. 
I hit it out of the park, Plateau Vaughn. <laughs> Juiced up. Holy moly. All right. My number three, natural landforms. You might not see this coming, but it's a natural landform. It's an island. It's an island, Lance. You shake your head, but guess where you're from? You're from a natural landform. You're from Long Island. You said it came from a glacier. An island, it's in the, it could be in the middle of the ocean. It could be attached to a country. I love an island. I love an island that's got, you know, in the Caribbean, it's got, you know, beach vibes. It's got surrounded by ocean, surrounded by seafood. You feel like you're on your own little planet. I like the middle of an island, but you get to the, the shoreline. Give me a pina colada. Give me a towel. Take me to an island. I don't like islands because you get stuck on islands mentally. You're on an island, so you feel like you're where you should be. People on islands think that it's like paradise and it's the best, but you just end up developing some sort of bizarre mindset that's at odds with the rest of, of planet Earth. That's what you need, though, for a vacation. I'm not saying I'm going to live on an island. That's what I'm saying. But if you're living on an island, it, it, gets, it, it gets dicey. I'm not trying to live on an island. I want to visit an island and then come back. Take me to Rivas Island and shut me down. Top on athlete. I like an hear, island to visit. Do you hear music? Nope. No? All right. <laughs> it's always something. Always, always somebody playing something. It's a beautiful thing. Always, always something in Philadelphia. My number two was Waterfall. Don't go chasing them. We talked about it in a lot of words. And then my number one, Lance, it's a natural landform. It's been taken over by big business. It's been taken over by big boardwalks. But it's still all natural, Lance. I'm talking about the beach, the shoreline. The shoreline, the beach, Lance. What a beautiful thing. The sand. This is why I don't have ocean on my, on my, as my number one. I have the beach. I love the beach. I'm a baby back beach bum. I love that this is something that's always going to be there. Hopefully some places might be flooding or the, the ocean sea levels are getting high. But give me a natural shoreline. It's majestic. You're looking down at the views, looking down at the, the water coming in, the waves coming in, posting up on a sandy beach, bringing a chicken sandwich that's not in a cooler, bringing a cooler filled with things that don't need to be put with ice. I talked about beach plenty of times, but a beach or a plateau, I'm going beach all day long. It's predictable. Yeah. Let's see how well Phil Jackson predicts that one, though. I feel like he just coasted through this top nine just to get there. I'm a coastline guy. Coast to coast. Yeah, I actually thought about doing a coastline. I, I respect the coastline. You the beach coastline. itself, I think, is overrated, but I do respect... You got to respect a place where the ocean and land could meet gracefully and peacefully. Exactly. So I want to hate on it, but I can't. I appreciate that. That's honesty. That's honesty. I've never had honesty. It's really good. I haven't had it in a long time. It's very sweet, but it's not like Snapple sweet. It's, it's honest sweet. Talk about honesty. Honesty. Phil Jackson is hitting us with some honesty. How we Honestly, <laughs> I'm excited for him to, to speak. Naturally, we take the pod into the realm of tectonic plates and geophysical science. Oh, Phil, big words. I once had a teacher in high school who imparted the vast knowledge of geophysical sciences into my brain. Name names, Phil. While I cannot recall her name, oh, no. <laughs> geophysical, 
I do remember emailing her an audio file of Don't Stop Believing by Journey. <laughs> oh, that's good. Phil once did a project on Tupac in English class, and I think the teacher failed him because he called Tupac a poet, and the teacher was like, he's not a poet. And my brother, Jesse, is a city boy who cherishes a journey to the natural wonders found outside of it. Bingo. Buy me a cliff bar, cold green tea, and toss me a pair of Tiva sandals because we're climbing mountains today, chefs. I'm not wearing sandals to go hiking, Phil. Strap me in with a boot. Without any further ado, here's what natural landforms Jay Iggs needs in his life. Give it to me. This is going to be tough. Oceans. Bang. Mountains. Huge. Valleys. I almost had valley because we went to Pasadena Valley High School. I'm not a valley guy. Never has been. I'm a valley girl. What? I'm a valley girl. You are a valley girl. Rivers. Don't have rivers. I like a lazy river, but I once went whitewater rafting in a river, and it was too scary. Neither of us had rivers. They're very aggressive. Very aggressive. They're always insisting. Yeah. Lazy rivers are unnatural. That's why I didn't I don't, Lazy rivers are, the, I mean, I won't even, we don't, we don't need to go there. Oh, you would love a lazy river. Have you ever been on a lazy river? It's, yeah, Hop it's on like, a tube and sing go of, coasting. It's how much pee is in that lazy river? A lot. <laughs> you're, you're, you're relaxing in pee. It's ultimate fool's errand. That's what I do in the bathtub every night. Islands. Bingo! And bonus, peninsulas. <laughs> Could not tell you what a peninsula is, but I love it, Phil. I absolutely love it. You know what a peninsula is? No. It's, I, I mean, it, I've, I've heard it. I've, I, know, I know it if I see it. What's a peninsula? It's a landmass that's surrounded by water on three sides. So Florida is the quintessential peninsula. There it is. Baja Peninsula in Mexico. Problem with peninsulas is they're so large, you don't really get to know it. That makes sense. I like peninsulas. I should have had it in my top nine. I'm pro peninsula. Even, you just learned. Mike, Mike Peninsula. Mike Pence. Sila. I got it. I got, I got <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't know when the internet goes out or what it does. You know, sometimes you just there. It just wasn't that good, so. See, this is, you got, you got a mean streak in you, Lance. I think it's because of that peak. You peak too early. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're a mountain man. Kate comes in with some predictions. What? Nothing. Oh, my, this is quite a silly one that the Brazer boys will have fun with. Here's some LPPs. Oh, boy, number one, mountains. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Plains. Like uh, Great Plains. Yeah. I feel like I would love them. I mean, I said desert plane. I've never really experienced the planes. So I felt like I wasn't qualified to have analysis, but I, I know I would love them. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about them, I know, is the tornado potential. Also, sure. very easy to get struck by lightning. So those are two hazards that I don't love, but I feel like I would like planes. You'd be a huge plane man. If you love a plateau. Plane bagel. Exactly. Canyon. Yeah, I said I don't think I'm qualified for, for canyon either. Valleys? Yeah, no. I'm not a valley guy. I'm a valley girl. Hills? No. And volcano. And volcano. Yeah. Ends a, she ends on a bit on a dinger. Got on base there. She, she's gonna be mad. 
how do you predict landforms? It's a toughie, but it's a goodie. Solid top nine, Lance. Yeah, she was not happy about what was the recent one? Jews? Yeah, uh, no, maybe. There was one though she was really mad at that I was like, I just picked ridiculous things. Sussman Volk, though. I mean, who who can't pick Sussman? The pastrami king. Yeah. Solid top nine. You got any uh quabs? Questionable at best? I do, but I feel like I feel like I've been really leading off a lot of this. So I think you could you could start. What a gentleman. What a mensch. What a top nine Jew. <clears throat> My quab is from my Vegas trip. I was talking about the indoor mask mandate, which it's they're they're mandating masks in Vegas because the COVID numbers are spiking. There's a lot of COVID going around, obviously, because a lot of people there and probably a lot of unvaccinated people. I understand it. I wore the mask indoors, but here's my QAB. <clears throat> they're still selling alcohol. They're still selling cigars inside of the casinos. They're selling food. They tell you if you drink your alcohol, if you drink or if you eat something, you take a sip, take a bite, then put your mask back on top of your mouth. Literally, if you have your mask on your chin and you're not drinking, someone's going to come up to you and say, put your mask above your nose. But if you get a cigar inside of a casino, you could smoke a cigar for 45 minutes without your mask on. How the hell does that make any sense? How QAB is that? First, that... Indoors, I mean, you know, I like a stogie as much as the next guy, but how in the world does that make any logical sense that you could, as long as you have a tobacco product, you could have your mask off? It's QAB. No, it's highly controversial. It's cigars von Trier. The, the ones, I will say this. Let me say it. Sure. Please listen. Pull me over. I'm listening. I experienced this during the first braised open when you kindly brought us stogies and then I put on my mask for something. You can't smoke a cigar and then put on a mask. You're like inhaling cigar. It's yeah. It's you gotta get a new mask after it that. is way less healthy than inhaling COVID inhaling cigar directly like that. It's the problem with this stuff is it's all, it's all, it's all a scam kind of, I mean, you people do what they do to pretend they're safe and then you, it, it's all over the second you take something off, this is not going to work. And I feel like things change so much that, but I, I want to do this bit of like, depending on where things are, people just stop caring about COVID later in the day. Like if it's a Monday, you know, they might care the whole day, but you know, Friday night in New York city, take, I'm taking the subway back from shows. Nobody's wearing masks, but during the day they would, they would care. So people just stop caring less in Vegas. I guess it's tough, but People, these places need to, it's, it's a tough balance because you gotta, we can't, what are we going to shut things down again? The economy will, will fall apart people's livelihoods. But the other option is, uh, it, it feels like it's either that or these like rules that make no sense because you can't enforce anything. You can't enforce everything. But I think they were just like, we can't lose out on the money of people buying cigars. Exactly. They're all, it's all economic. It's so funny where it's like a lot of stuff, safety, but it, it's interesting where the economics just override safety. It's crazy. But the problem is they act like everything's under the guise of safety when they do. It's just, it just, there's no, it's an impossible problem to solve. It's very revealing. It's very revealing of like what the priorities are. Cause I, you know, I think it's smart to have a mask mandate when the numbers are spiking but then just don't have people smoking cigars also inside. 
Yeah. If, if the primary concern was people's health, but that's the thing with, if the primary concern with people's safety was to like, never like people would never drive cars. If the primary thing was reduce car deaths. Right. Right. But you take the trade off of like, everyone's like, well, I need to get places quicker. So we're going to do the trade off of maybe, you know, people dying in car accidents as a natural casualty of the economic benefits. And I think that's the same with, with this COVID stuff. It's like safety is consideration, but it is not the primary consideration. And really at this point with the vaccines, I don't know if it can be, to be honest. I mean, you gotta, you want to protect people when you can, but I'm saying it, I'll say this. I've been listening. You're making good points. It was just very revealing. It was the, it was the most like in your, in my face, thing where i was it was so obvious that like it just it's all it's, it's all like a, it's all gays it's all guys yeah yeah my qab i got i got a good one if you want no nah, i want a bad one i was gonna do a mediocre one but i feel like i should do the better one sunday night we get back from this wedding and they're pretty tired it the hotel was like a nice hotel but it was an old building hotel so like it was kind of smelled weird the bed was a, a full bed which I'm no snob, but Ooh, I mean, cuddle, come on. cuddle session. Yeah, we were too. Kate said I was too close to her. <laughs> she said she turned, she turned over, and I was on top of her. And she was like, <laughs> "I've been trying to say that to you for a long time, Lance. You're too close. Back off." My feet are hanging off in a full bed. My feet hang off because I'm too tall, grizzly. Oh man, those calves! I can't imagine those calves in the middle of the night. We're going to use my calves for, we were for trying to figure out where to store stuff. So we're going to store some extra stuff in my calves. That's smart. Yeah. That's very smart. Anyway, so we didn't get the best sleep and come back to our apartment Sunday night, getting some sleep. We go to sleep pretty early at like, I don't know, 10 PM or something or earlier than usual. What seems like the middle of the night, it's actually like 12 AM, but I'm out for a while. Kate just wakes me up like freaking out don't remember exactly what she said, but basically it's like something's leaking from the ceiling. So there was this brown water dripping and it dripped like directly on her face. <laughs> Jesse's face is hilarious. Oh no. Kate, no. Which I don't know if I've said this on the pod. She, when she studied abroad in Italy, had a ceiling fall on her oh and got a concussion. And while she was sleeping? I think, well, she had like just woke up or something, you know, like woke up and like, I like, like was smart enough to like get out of the way a little bit. She had said if she was drinking, she didn't go out that night. She said if she was like drinking, like she, you know, who knows, she could have, who knows what happened. She was like alert and like got out of the way a little. Anyway, so we're freaked, you know, we're freaked out. I'm looking, it is like a small drip. It's like a, it's not like a gushing but we're like, all right. So we just move the mattress. We're just like, let's just get out of this area, move the mattress actually into our main room and just sleep on the, on the floor, but with the mattress next morning, you know, tell the landlord plumber comes plumber doesn't know what the situation is. He can't get into the apartment above us. I can't contact them. You know, usually they're here, but they're not here. Long story short, we finally get everything figured out. He it's a, it's a couple the woman was is out of town and the guy who's a nice guy he um watered a bunch of plants 
and I guess overwater them to the point where they're large plants and overwater them to the point where some of it actually seeped through the ceiling. That's a better, so, better, better than the alternative. That better than the, yeah. What's the alternative? Poo. Oh yeah. No, the plumber came and he's like, he, cause it looks like the, there, there's like a jutting out and it looks like it's like where a pipe would be, but he's like, there's no pipe here. Okay. He's like, if it's not some sort of leak, I don't know what it could possibly like, you know, water. I don't know what it could possibly be. So it actually, you know, it ends up being fine. It's not great. You know, that if something spills that, but I, the amount of water I imagine that he used was excessive. Sure. Anyway, positive out of all this, we, cause I'm, I'm also like with the ceiling situation, I'm a little paranoid and I'm like, well, if the, if water got through this area of the ceiling, maybe it's like unstable what's the deal. Um, so I moved our bed and rearranged our whole bedroom and it actually looks better and there's more space we have now. So a blessing in disguise, really. It's a good spin. You turned a negative to a positive. Yeah. Oh, I just, I don't like that idea of waking up to brown liquid on my face. Yeah, it wasn't poor, great. Poor Kate. And we took a bowl to like, it's like a, we don't like the bowl we use to like, like that I used to like make pizza and we used to like, mix things in because we just took the first thing we could find to stop the leak. But now even I'm like, we got it. We can't, we have to throw this out. Manu so, Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So I'm not gonna be able to make pizza until we get this a new bowl. Oh yeah. One bowl for this type of situation. Yeah. I mean, we have another bowl, but I don't think it's going to cut it. Bowl, bowl, double up. Was that a good, that was a good one, right? That was solid. That was, it was a roller coaster. Oh man. I can't imagine waking up getting concussed did she did, did she sue the like the building well it was italy so uh <clears throat> once you get into that you're you're gonna it's gonna be your fault right. and they're gonna arrest you or something so amanda knox yeah yeah going to jail that stuff's nuts with her i've uh i listened to her on a podcast one i like i never really followed that story it's like I when was, it i was in when it came that story. Up, but from what i know is she you know she really got Really, you like as much over as you possibly can. And then I was reading, I read whatever she like wrote this whole thing about uh, that Matt Damon movie that apparently was inspired by her. Just people are, it just shows how transparently, how transparently people don't care. Everyone acts like they care about things and people care about things when it benefits their agenda. And I think that's almost always true. It's just, it's just crazy. Like it's, it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. That story is absolutely nuts. I, I watched like many different documentaries on and like movies about it. Fascinating stuff. Fort Knox. New yeah. York Knox. You want to bring in the closer? Eagles and Knox. Put some schmear on it. Rub me Let's up. bring in the closer. A one, a two. A one, two, three, four. Cool beans, Lance. Episode eight and eighty nine in the books. In the books. So just want to plug the Discord. If you want to get into the Disco Disco Discord, DM us, message us, remain, let us know. We'll throw you in the mix. We're gonna, we're gonna put the link on our Instagram bio, so you could find it there. You could also email brazebits at gmail.com for it if you're not on Instagram. Uh, it'll be it'll be open and available. 
also subscribe to the Patreon. We're going to link in some sort of like Discord Patreon benefits. So we're going to Summer Sanders exactly what that'll be in the coming coming weeks. But we'll do something of that that thing. Sounds Gucci. And uh, I think that's it, right? You got anything else? That's all I got. Beautiful. Peace. Peace. Peace.